This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Please be sure to subscribe and share with friends and family. To help support this ministry, please visit walkwiththeking.org forward slash donate. Thank you for listening. All right, thank you very much. And hello again, radio friends. How in the world are you? Doing all right? (laughs) I hope everything's all right at your house. I'm feeling fine, thank you. Oh, I'm just so glad to be alive and to be a Christian and to be associated with people like you who are interested in the Word of God. And I'm so grateful for this opportunity that's provided to share from God's Word by means of radio. Isn't it great that God has set it up this way? I'm thankful that he dropped you into my life and me into yours, and here we are together around the Word. Hallelujah. Now look with me, if you will, at at, uh, John's Gospel, chapter 17. The last time we got together, we were stopped on verse 6. He said, I have manifested thy name. And I was talking with you about the fact that this special name is Father. Father. He says, O Father, verse 5. And he says, Holy Father, verse 11. And... uh, He says, Father, again in verse 24. And he says, O righteous Father, in verse 25. That's what he's talking about. I've manifested thy name. Manifest means show it in a package. A package of truth. I'm looking up. If you hear rattling of papers, it's because I'm rattling them. (laughs) There's a good assortment of different kinds of stuff on my desk here. I feel comfortable with it, but sometimes it makes noise. But uh, I just want to check on this and and show you what happens. Now, this word manifest comes from from, uh, a Greek verb phaneroo, and we get our, our, our word epiphany from it. Epiphany, actually, then is the is the appearing of the Lord Jesus Christ. God packaged in human flesh. You understand this? So Jesus uses that word. He says, I have epiphanied. I have packaged in human flesh thy name unto the men you gave me out of the world. Thine they were, and you gave them me, and they have kept thy word. See, the truth of it is that the incarnation was not only the miracle of generating human life in Mary's womb without a human father, born of the Holy Spirit. This, of course, is true, one of the most sacred doctrines of Christianity. Beyond that, however, this is the truth that God packaged himself in a human body and manifested what God the Father is through the Lord Jesus. This is why he said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the what? To the Father, but by me. See, if you want to know God as Father, you come by way of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. You understand me? So he says, I have manifested thy name. I have packaged it. Phanero'o. I have packaged it for you. Now, what does that mean to you and to me? Well, you and I, of course, will never approximate the glorious ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ because he was and is and always will be God in the flesh, the second person of the Godhead, the Lord Jesus Christ. So you can't begin to approximate 
what he is and what he did. However, you can, in a more limited fashion, exhibit the very same thing. What am I driving at? 1 Timothy 4.12 Let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of the believers. In word, that's what you say. Conversation, that means lifestyle. Charity, spirit, faith, and purity. He said, you be a walking demonstration. You be a package of what the gospel is all about. You prove what Jesus can do in the areas where people break down. Where does human nature generally break down? In what people say, in the way they live, in the lack of love in their lives, in the spirit that they manifest, in their lack of faith in God, and in their total lack of personal holiness. This is where human nature breaks down because it's sinful. And Jesus, this is great truth, isn't it? Jesus makes you a package of victory at those very junctures of life so that he makes you victorious in what you say because you're speaking under the leadership of the indwelling Holy Spirit. He makes you victorious in the way you live because you are guided day by day. Paul says in Romans 8, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. See? He fills your heart with Calvary love. Romans 5, 8, the love of God is shed abroad in our 5, 5 it is. The love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost who is given unto us. He, uh, he makes the impact of your human spirit to be the impact of the Holy Spirit. I'll quote again the verse that I used before. Uh, he said, uh, Paul said, I labor according to the working of his spirit, which worketh in me mightily. It is God, Philippians 2.13, it is God that worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. The spirit of a man is now transmuted into the impact of the Holy Spirit of God. Faith, oh, God gives you faith. The life I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Purity, God keeps you holy. You who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. No, you can never measure up to the excellence of your living Lord. He's perfect. But you can, thank God, have the same kind of godly packaging of eternal truth as you walk down anybody's main street any day of the week. Hallelujah. Isn't that great truth? Now, you don't mind if I get blessed on my own preaching, do you? <laughs> oh, Jesus is wonderful. Let him be Lord of your life so that you can glorify God by packaging the very presence of the Lord in your own life. He says, They have known that all things whatsoever thou hast given me are of thee. The credibility of our Savior was dependent on what he manifested. He said, I have manifested thy name, and they have known. They, They kept thy word, and they have known that all things you gave me are of thee. The credibility of our Savior depended on his word and his impact, his packaging of deity, in other words. Your credibility, beloved, in an unclean, unsaved world around you will depend upon how much of the word of God you are obeying. They have kept, that word kept is, means obeyed. They have obeyed thy word. 
how much of God's word you're obeying and whether or not you are demonstrating the presence of God in your life. The finest thing that can happen is not that people say you are wonderful. The finest thing that can happen is that when people meet you, they'll go away saying, Jesus, Jesus is wonderful. I caught a glimpse of him in meeting such and such a person. That's the finest thing that could ever happen. May God grant that to us. I pray that every day. May God grant that to you and to me by his grace. Now, verse 8, Jesus said, I have glorified thee, I have finished the work, I have manifested thy name, Father, Abba, Father, Papa, God. Now he says, I've given unto them the words which thou gavest me, and they've received them and have known surely that I came out from thee, and they have believed that thou didst send me. Well, you know, don't you, that faith is developed by a serious consideration of God's word. Are you having difficulty in your own life? Is it hard for you to cope with the things that are happening? Are you about to give up on some things or some people? Uh, would would it be would it be too ordinary a a piece of advice to tell you to spend more time with God in his word? Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You know, some dear Christians that I know about never do feed on the Word of God. You don't see their Bible lying open. You don't see it moved even from its place on uh, the table or the desk. It lies there never having been moved except if somebody's dusting. And as a result, their faith may be genuine. They they may know that they're saved and they may have deep convictions based on childhood training and, and adult uh, uh, acquired characteristics. But they don't have much faith really to believe God. Now, don't let that happen to you, beloved. You don't have to be weak in faith. You can be strong in faith. Abraham, it says, believed God. He wavered not staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, being fully persuaded that what God had promised, God was able to perform. There's where it's at. Read God's word from that point of view. If God said it, he can do it. I've given unto them thy words, and they've received them, and have known surely. Would you try that today? I can't tell you where to read God's word. But take a familiar passage. Stay in the Gospel of John, if you will, or the Book of Romans, or, or the familiar Psalms that bless your heart, whatever it may be. And But, but spend enough time for uh, the truth to sort of percolate down into your soul. And see for yourself the glorious result. You know what it'll be? In spite of yourself, you will find it easier to believe God and to risk a situation on him. My cook definition of faith, as you know, some of you, is the process of risking a situation on God and his word. And when you've spent time with God's word and you've prayed about it and the Holy Spirit of God has whispered some precious truths to your heart, and maybe your eyes are wet and your heart certainly is yielded and tender, then, beloved, 
in spite of yourself, in spite of your misgivings, in spite of what you call your lack of faith, you'll find yourself much more willing to trust God, which, after all, is the essence of faith. Risking the situation on God because you trust His Word. Dear Father, today, oh, may we dwell in Thy Word and depend upon Thy Word so as we make the decisions of life. In Jesus' name I pray this, amen. Till I meet you once again by way of radio, walk with the King today and be a blessing.